I could probably get nerded out right now and yeah. talk about the brain and how that develops and why that's happening, but I won't. <laughs> uh, Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at Center for Victory. With me today is Will Host. He is the, uh, the CEO, president, and all-knowing uh, uh, person over at Andosha Creative. Uh, welcome, Will. Uh, we're going to try Thanks. this again. We actually... Uh, recorded this in our studio a while back and ironically there was no volume yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what you hire us for <laughs> which was funny because we actually already had recorded a couple podcasts um what is what is actually your official title at indosha so my viewers know i mean i i genuinely do hate referring to myself as a ceo yeah. but that's the title i mean i'm the principal leader there yeah, yeah. So in, in, you know, we met uh, a long time ago, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes. I love this conversation, um, and hopefully people will appreciate it because I almost ruined the friendship right out of the gate. Yes. Uh, and I think for a while there, I probably did. Um, but it's important to have those conversations because they, they have the ability when you do them. I mean, I wasn't doing it uh, out of any kind of malice or hostility or anything like that. I just wanted you to get a better picture of yourself because I think a lot of times when I sit down, my giftedness is seeing the potential in people and I want to bring that out. And that's what we're going to jump into today. Um, you know, the first, so when has that been? Was that before COVID? Yeah, it was. That was uh, really the very end of 2019. Crazy. And we sat down, somebody put us together, mm -hmm. a mutual friend, mm -hmm. and really I hadn't sat down with you before, but he no. bailed. He bailed. He, he totally stood us up. Yeah. First uh, watch. But it was great, right? And, you know, I was like, oh, man, I don't know about you, but I was like, oh, you wanted, he wanted to get together. Yes. And I was about to like, oh, why should we even get together then? But, uh, you know, ended up out in Cranberry Township. Um out at, at a first watch, having some breakfast um, at that point in time. So most of, at least most of my viewers know that we do assessments. Right. And you at that point had taken. Predictive off, index. And you had taken <clears throat> the the other two as well. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so the values index and, and the attributes index. And, you know, as I remember it, you can, I'm going to let you talk in just a second, but I went over those assessments with you and you didn't kind of like the results. You got a little fussy, didn't agree a little bit yeah. uh, until you went home, just, you know, kind of really thought about it. Uh, there were some things that I saw um, that I pointed out that did you kind of, you had to think about for a little bit, but uh yeah, I was truthful about it. You were a little bit offended, but yeah. you know, what came out of that conversation? What do you remember about the conversation? <clears throat> so, um, I, re I remember how could you judge somebody based off of an assessment? You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess if there's like a, the oversimplified, oversimplified way, like a, almost like a righteous indignation over yeah. this, like he doesn't know me. He doesn't know, you know, you know, I got spiritual about it. So it's like, he doesn't know what God's told me or, you know, like these types of things, you know, I was, I thought one way about myself that ended up being pretty wrong. Um, and 
yeah, predictive index kind of said the opposite of that. And so it was naturally extremely offensive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and from my standpoint, I was just looking at potential and I'm just, right. I'm just reading what you had filled out. Now let's keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. You filled it out. I didn't, I didn't come to you it, asking yeah. to be offended. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you filled it as out. I was just giving you the results. Um, what, what did you do with it after that? How long did it, did it take you to kind of think about it, to unpack it? Because I, I can't remember the timeline. I just knew that, that shortly after that, things started happening for you, and then you found yourself doing those things that I had kind of yeah. said, hey, look, I think you need to look into the, some of this stuff. Well, I certainly don't want to ramble, but it's really hard to understand like why that was so monumental for me in um, – um, you know, offensive to me without understanding some background. So like when I was 18 or 19, I read Rocket Fuel, right? This Gino Wickman mm -hmm. book, um, this idea that there are, you know, in leaders of companies, there are visionaries and there are integrators. Yeah. I always knew I wanted to be an, a leader. I, I had some pretty natural leadership strengths. I always found myself in leadership somehow. In, in college, I became the president of the club. I, you know, I just, that's always the, the sort of trajectory that I was on. Um, and so, you know, in the church world, I started, you know, kind of coming up through the ranks and we, you know, we were part of a pretty large church at the time mm -hmm. and, um, reading rocket fuel really early on, I was like, man, I'm an integrator. That's who I am. And like more than just a role that, that became like an identity for me. So like, I knew that's what I'm going to do. I'm a right hand. I'm somebody's second in command. Like that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um, and I was certain of that. So in the church world, you know, I was in that seat as a uh, associate pastor, executive pastor, like positions like that. And I loved it. I thought that's exactly where I needed to be. And I was fairly decent at it. Coming to Pittsburgh, when we got out of the ministry and got into business, I was running operations for a, a small company. And again, it's that similar seat you know, operations, right hands, details, follow up day to day. And before the predictive index, I would have told you like, that's me, man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm your day to day guy. You go cast vision. You be a big picture guy. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it down out of the clouds and disseminate it to the team. That's my passion. I love integrating somebody's vision. And so I say all that to say, when you tell me essentially what my predictive index says about myself, I'm not that person. I don't have the makeup to be that person for a long time. You said it in, in an, another video that we actually just recorded. You may be able to do it, but you can't do it for a long period of time. Yeah. Or you may be able to do it, but it might not be fulfilling to you and it may be draining. And I guess I realized that um, I, I loved... I love integrating vision. I, run, I love running operations and doing day-to-day, -day, but that truly is not me. And that's not what fuels me. And it can burn me out. And it did burn me out in ministry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just talked a lot, but. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's can versus will. Yes. I, you know, I, I didn't want to argue with you that you couldn't do it. Right. You know, and I didn't want to, you know, get in your way of, uh, of a big dream. I was just calling it as I was seeing it as like, you might want to be able to do that. And it certainly is what you do now. You just don't get down in the weeds, you have those people that you've equipped inside your company and that's how you're growing your company. Yeah. You could have done it. You could have done it for years and years and years and you would have been good at it. Like I wasn't questioning that. Sure. What I was saying is like, 
is this, is there more? Like, I think there's a bigger gift here. I've just unwrapped it for you. Maybe you don't like it right now, but it's like, I just, you know, you, I think you have a motorbike, like, and you're still riding a pedal bike. That's how I saw it. Right. Right. right yeah. And so, um, going from that, no, like knowing in my heart, I was only ever going to either run operations for a company or for a ministry or whatever. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Coming into that relationship with you where you say, like, I think, you know, in a in few words, I think you're probably more of like the first seat, you mm-hmm. know, visionary, whatever. Uh, as offensive as it was, you know, I started to think through that. Obviously, I prayed through that and it's like, man, yeah, I... I do think that makes sense. And uh, it's crazy because not only are not even like six months after that, that I have the ability to take what was a side hustle, uh, creative agency that, you know, I was running just me making some side income. Uh, we were able to make a small acquisition of a, uh, an already established agency that had a decent book, but was dying. Uh, we, we took it over and we grew it um what's now five or six times mm-hmm. it, over in the last 18 to 24 months. So uh, I know now what, what it feels like to be in that right seat, you know, and, and operating in this new capacity. And it's great. It's amazing. I'm so thankful that you had that conversation with me. Yeah. And, and I'm thankful too, because it led to, to other things as well. Um, you know, friendship, relationship, things things of that nature um, I think you know the biggest thing is going back there uh, a lot of people you're when did we meet what age were you when we met 25 okay 26 that seems to be the sweet spot for me right now of the people that I that, that come up and, and want some coaching yeah all right um, it's interesting because it's also kind of like quarter life not, you know, this cheesy quarter life crisis. Like you are thinking through like, who am I? Yeah. Is this really what I want to do type of stuff, you know? Well, and I think just, I could probably get nerded out right now and yeah. talk about the brain and how that develops and why that's happening, but I won't. <laughs> uh, but I could, uh, you know, I could, I could talk about that. But the thing of it is here, like going back, you know, to, to have some value to our, our watchers and, and listeners here, what advice would you give somebody that's in that, you know, that's just coming out of college or that just has a couple years that thinks, you know, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do or, you know, in that like early 20s, getting ready for maybe a next stage of life that doesn't know kind of who they are, has had no experience with that. What would you, you know, there are tips that you could give people? Yeah. I mean, two things come to mind. I'm, because of my predictive index, like I'm more just like foot on the pedal, let's go. And so I, I do think there's some wisdom on that end though. Like if you're 20 to 20, I would even say 27, 28, like early to mid twenties, you got to go through some doors, like any door that opens up for you, go through it. Even if you make a few mistakes, that's my opinion on it. Because I think a lot of what you learn is testing stuff out, right? So if you're like, man, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? Like, what opportunities do you have? What fruit is there? Like, follow that, you know what I mean? So if you're getting a lot of opportunities in this area over here, just keep going in that direction and see how it feels, test it out. So, I mean, that's that's one way. That's certainly what's worked a lot for me. Like, I believe I could be leading any company. Like, I, I think I could have just as easily been a, um, you know, 
probably not a general contractor because I'm not handy at all, but you know what I mean? Any bit it's, it's, if you were passionate about it, exactly. It's, it's growing the business and the people and, and, and creating a great culture, right? For me, it was marketing because that's where, for whatever reason, the doors just kept opening mm-hmm. and I just kept finding satisfaction there. And I, and now I love building brands and what we do. I can't imagine doing anything else. So go through those doors, um, see how it feels and sort of, you know, make little calculations from there. So that's, that's one thing. But two, I would say, try to be also data driven, which is where your assessments come in. Like you've got to come under somebody who will tell you the truth and then have like a good, good way of doing that. You know what I mean? It's not just like, cause you didn't come to me and you weren't just like, Hey, here's what I see from, you know, my perspective. You had something like you, you said like, all I did was just tell you your results, right? So thank God there was that assessment mm-hmm. that was able to do that, right? So that's my advice, I guess, is run through doors, take advantage of opportunities, but also make sure that you do have a tool like Predictive Index in place so that you're, you're data-driven to some extent, right? Yeah. Could I add a couple? Yeah, of course. Maybe one or two things there. I think the, you know the big pieces um, that I would give advice to for somebody of that age <clears throat> would would be to get around somebody that's not afraid to tell you the truth. Yes. You know, and I had there was nothing I was going to get that day that was going to give back to me in any way money whatever to convince you of who you were. I just wanted you to see your true self and chase after it. And I think it's important we have too many people that just cower, right? And it was worth it to me for you to see yourself and I've done this with other people. They, they've not liked what I've told them initially, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, to have somebody in there that's going to actually speak truth into your life and speak against what you think is true. Right. Right? You thought that was true, but it wasn't the truth. Right. <laughs> and to see that and really speak that in you. And then the second piece is to build you up on that. Like, yeah. How can I help? And, you know, I would just tell somebody, there's a lot of us that... Um, that are a little bit older that want to give back to somebody who has a little get up and go, you know, because we want to see that next generation come up. Obviously, you know, my my kids aren't much younger than than you. Right. Um, and I've been like that with them and they've not always liked that. I mean, right. they can tell you story after story. They might not like to hear it, but they come back and say. Uh, and I've had those people that have done the same thing for me. And I will tell you, uh, this month, I'm actually meeting with the man again. I mean, you know, he he is actually a coach of mine. Yeah, and I have breakfast with him every so often, and I, you know, I drive I drive an hour just to go see him, just to sit there and have breakfast. And uh, still to this day, he just kind of tells it like it is, and I'm like, geez, oh man. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, he just but he speaks it right into me again, and it's very refreshing. Yeah, and and to quickly add to that. Uh, um, something I feel like I've known for a while, but I'm truly like learning now as I'm getting ready to cross into 30. Um, it's those type of people that like tell you the truth that you end up more appreciative of, obviously, and closer to. And um, I know that's obvious, but thinking about that even in the light uh, in the light of like parenting, you know, like people that they just want to be their kids' friends or. They, you know, they, they don't want to discipline or tell the truth or whatever, or a friend or, or whatever. The point is 
that that skill of telling somebody the truth and finding somebody that will tell you the truth, that's where genuine relationships I feel like are formed. Um, especially as you get older, like that's really what matters is that you're around people that won't let you stay where you are. Right. But it'll help you become the best you that you can be as cheesy as that sounds. It's true. Yeah, this is good. Um, any last words uh, for, for people that are watching, listening, anything that you would tell them? Listen to Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, where do they find you at? Obviously, you have a company now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of our, our people, you know, need your services. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, uh, your, yeah. Your yins are now. Uh, sure. He, he's not, <laughs> he's not an imp. Yeah. He's been implanted, but, you know, eventually your language will, will start to sound like ours. Now, now, I did go to Verizon and I got a 412 there you go. number. I right, did away so, with the 304. No. Right. Um, yeah, people can find us at andosha.com, A-N-D-O-C-I-A.com. We're a full-service marketing agency that will help you tell your story and um, promote your, your services and products a little better. So, right. yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. I hope to have you back, uh, as always. I know your your dear wife uh, is graces us with her presence because uh, her and I, I like to get her together because mm-hmm. she and I like to nerd out on all the the research and all the neuroscience. She's uh, awesome. Her being a, you know, a nurse and everything. So I yeah. love having those discussions, but thanks for being on, telling your story. Um, you know, if you want more information, you can obviously visit Will and his company. I would uh, strongly suggest that you do that. You can visit us at centerforvictory.com as always. And remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. We'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.